Welcome to Fitzarns Property Exchange, hosted by Pearl Skeltimer, designed to keep you informed and captivated about the South African residential property market. Subscribe to our channel today and enjoy conversations with some of the most influential, innovative and interesting industry experts, stakeholders and scheme executives as they render input in today's property market. And good morning. Welcome to Fitzanne's Property Exchange. I have been waiting to talk to this important gentleman for quite a while. I've been following him on sectional title living in South Africa. It's a Facebook group where he provides excellent information and guidance. And today I would like to introduce you to Willi Roos. He is the CEO of Stratafin, a financial solutions company who provides body corporates and homeowners association with responsible, emphasis on responsible, solutions for the debt in their community property schemes. Billy has practiced as a property attorney for over 20 years, and he's been involved in sectional title management for over eight years. Founded in 2014, Billy built up Stratafin from inception to where it is today, with debtors under management of over 3 million rand. That is a scary figure. Good morning, Willie. Welcome. Good morning. Um, thank you for having me. And um, our debt is under management is now over 300 million. So not only 3 million, but 300 oh, sorry, million. Sorry, I read that incorrectly. Thank you for the yeah. correction. So, so sure. it is a huge amount of money um, outstanding to sectional title schemes in South Africa. Wow. Okay, let's start off. Stratafin, exactly what does Stratafin do? Well, as you said, um, Stratafin tries to provide an alternative uh, to body corporates in a responsible way uh, to give them cash flow um, where they have cash flow constraints and problems. Um, we've also recently started with a loans product. Um, I will explain how our loans product is different uh, later on. Um, but we are trying to act in a very responsible manner and to assist body corporates um, in such a manner as to not catch them into a debt trap and putting their financial um, existence further under strain. Um, so that is, that is our intent. Um, I started managing sectional title buildings uh, around about 2008 and I had two schemes that had loans from traditional um, loans providers to finance uh, to body corporates and uh, sectional title schemes and these schemes have paid for numerous of years on these loans and or towards the loans and uh, they have not repaid them and they were still in the same problem situation and i then decided that there should be a, a better way or a different way of dealing with this problem and from that, Stratafin was born. Okay. So exactly, what is a debt trap? Well, a debt trap is where a body corporate is in a situation where the debt spirals out of control um, in respect of the time period that they repay this uh, debt amount um, if they've borrowed money. Um, so also the amount that is paid becomes extraordinarily large um, and in most cases exceeds uh, what one would call the induplo rule. Um, 
and the interest also exceeds what one would call the induplo rule. Um, so the induplo rule is a rule in our law that requires um, or that limits the amount that is paid back in respect of debt to basically the double. Um, it's not as simple as that. There is a, there is a common law in Duplo, and then there is a in Duplo rule uh, in terms of the Credit Act, which are slightly different. Um, in terms of the common law in Duplo, if you don't pay your debt, then your debt can only run up to double the amount of the debt. So say, for example, you had 100,000 Rand outstanding um, uh -huh. owing and you don't pay it, then that can run up to 200,000 Rand. You can also add legal costs to that. So that can then run up to 250 and then the interest on the 50,000 Rand legal costs can also run up to 50. So at the end of the day, it will be limited to 300,000 Rand. In okay. terms of in terms of the Credit Act in Duplo, your legal cost and interest is included in the capital. So if the debt was 100,000 Rand, then the amount payable can only run up to 200,000 Rand in total. Um, so slightly different. Um, and so, so in terms of the common law in Duplo, any payments that are made gets deducted from the double principle and can run up to the double again. So, in general, loans to bodies corporate does not fall under the Credit Act. It falls under the common law in Duplo. And as such, if you make small amounts of payments, then that amount gets deducted from the double up effect and it can double up again to that effect. So say, for instance, like in our example, it ran up to 300,000 Rand and you make a payment of 5,000 Rand, then the next month it can double up to the 300,000 Rand again. So it will mean that you will never pay that interest and you will never get to the point where you actually get out of this um, payment spiral. And that is what we would then call the debt trap. You are then stuck in this where you have this payment of interest that just continues. And in our business, we see schemes that have paid interest over 15 years um, and still has that original debt amount owing um, to the original uh, provider of finance for the scheme. And we just feel that that is, that is unfair and, and it should not be allowed. Um, and, and that's why we've made our model different. I totally agree with you. Okay. We'll get to your model. I'm very interested to hear about this. But um, originally, how does body corporates get into this position? Would you say it's a matter of levies not being paid and expenses that need to be paid? And out of desperation, a body corporate enters into a loan agreement um, or a finance uh, agreement, and then at the end of the day cannot pay that back because their situation has not improved, basically. That's absolutely how it happens. Um, you start getting a culture of non-payment of levies in a scheme. Um, the debtor's book just becomes larger and larger. Um, and then owners that are paying also stop paying because nothing happens to these people that are not paying. Um, and at the end of the day, the body corporate does not have sufficient money to run their day-to-day -day expenses, and they then go and borrow money 
to pay day-to-day expenses. And one should actually never borrow money to pay for day-to-day expenses. It's fine to to utilize money uh, that you borrow. For a specific project or something. Correct. Capital expenditure. Correct. So that that is what one would want to do. You would not want to go into a situation where you borrow money uh, from Peter to pay Paul, basically. You you get money um, from a lender um, to then pay your your service providers, your security, your councils, and so forth. Then then mm. you, you you fall into this debt trap. Okay, so what are the options that a scheme has to get out of this position? Now we're getting closer to your proposal for remedies. I think the first thing that a scheme needs to do is to properly budget. Um, I think that's that's the most crucial aspect. Um, is that a scheme needs to properly budget, need to sit and consider their budget properly, need to understand what needs to form part of that budget. So you need to include your legal fees. Uh, You need to include all your expenses. Make sure that you can cover your expenses. Make sure that you make provision that if people don't pay, that there's still sufficient money. So make a provision for bad debt in your books so that if 10% or 15% of the owners don't pay, it does not cause a situation where your cash flow um, necessitates that you go and get money from somewhere else. So I think that's the first thing that needs to happen. Bodies corporate needs to budget properly. Um, I totally agree with you, but gee whiz, it's such an unfair practice. So body corporates um, or homeowners associations are, in order to get out of their debt, sort of forced by way of a budget to finance others that don't pay. This, this principle just just doesn't gel with me. It doesn't sit right. It doesn't sit right. So, so I think the older guys in the industry like us um, feel, and if we look at the old act and we look at the, the new act and we see that, that you can't hold a debtable, a debtor liable for, um, for the legal fees um, unless it is taxed or it's agreed. Um, and only from that moment on you can then recover the taxed amount. Um, I think we all feel a bit aggrieved about that because you're placing a burden on the paying owners to now I'm pay for legal ones. fees. I'm the good guys. Correct, yeah. correct. So for some other reason, we in South Africa have decided, and I think maybe um, attorneys are a bit to blame for this as well because they started charging exorbitant fees for the collection of these debtors um, and the amounts that were placed onto accounts without scrutiny was then extremely high and there was no oversight. So I think from that point of view, it was a fair um, change to say that there should be oversight and it can't just be unlimited, Mm -hmm. but to limit it to a tax party and party fee, very few attorneys will work on a party and party fee. Um, So it's very difficult to collect it, but then they've introduced the CSOS mechanism for the collection, so you can now follow that process, but it only gives you an order at at the the moment that that order is granted. you still need an attorney to enforce it, yeah. Correct. And then the enforcement process must then follow the normal court process, which, and at the end of the day, uh, the, the sale and execution of the immovable property is the, is the larger portion of that collection cost. That makes about, um, I would say about 
a third or maybe a bit more than a third, mm. 40, 50 percent um, of the of the final cost comes in the last portion where you where you have to sell that property in execution. Um, so yeah, so so at the end of the day, you you're still going to spend spend a, a, a huge amount of money, um, and you can't recover that from the debtor unless it's taxed. So it's only yeah. your party and party tax costs that you can then recover. Okay, sorry, I interrupted you. You were busy saying how does body corporates get out of this position? Budgeting was your first recommendation. Yeah, so so that's the, that's the first the first recommendation. The second recommendation is obviously um, to make sure that you've got a proper credit policy in place. So the trustees must set a credit policy in place, and they must enforce that policy. So if somebody does not pay, you need to say. You have not paid. I'm giving you notice. We're now proceeding. We're moving forward. We're charging interest. So, so I think it's a, a credit policy and the enforcement of the credit policy. Then you, your third step, I would think, is to, to do collections. Make sure that you budgeted for collections. Make sure that you can now collect and that you proceed with legal action and try and collect that money as fast as possible. We've learned out of our business that the faster somebody starts collecting, the, the quicker people start paying. So, so one, needs to, one needs to take action as soon as possible and make sure that that person pays. You must wait until the debt, until the debt um, runs up to thousands. Hundreds of thousands, not only thousands, hundreds of thousands, yes. Okay, would you, would you say a 30, 60, 90-day policy would be sufficient to curb that as soon as possible? I, I think that if somebody does not pay within 30 days, you need to take action. I, I think as soon as possible. So, so the quicker, the better. Um, so I think that's important. Uh, then the collection, as I said. And then, obviously, if you've now taken all these steps and you still have a problem, then you must look at your levies again at the budgeting. You must look at a special levy. Is that not the alternative? And only as a last resort. You must look at financial products, look at the, um, the products available in the market, see what you can do. And then, as I said, don't use those products in respect of, um, of, of your normal running costs. Um, use that in respect of capital expenditure and, and, and maintenance and so forth. Um, so yeah, um, and then and then you need to go and have a look at the different products and what they supply and provide and then make a decision what is I'm the getting to that soon because that's what we want to hear. But um, Strata Fin, do they provide assistance to body corporates or managing agents with the preparation of these budgets and um, collection procedure policies? Or are they mainly... So we don't do it. So we don't do it. We don't do it formally. Okay. Um, however, I mean, we, we try and do training. So, um, as you know, I go out there and I, and I try and train as much as possibly. Um, and then we've given out a budget template um, where Bodies Corporate can actually make use of the budget template and, and the, the, the correct expenditures in there. Mm -hmm. And it works it out for the Body Corporate. It proportions it in accordance with the participation quota. We've got a, a credit policy template available. We make these things available to Body Corporate free of charge um, because we believe that that is the alternative that should be followed before you look at a product like ours. Um, so we try and assist them in that sense. Okay. Thank you so much. 
So let's get to the best part. Stratafin, you talked about products. What else can I call it? Opportunities, possibilities. How would you be able to assist a body corporate with their financial position? So our product, um, okay, so our main product is a debt purchase product. Um, it is a product where we outright purchase your outstanding levy book. So we go to the body corporate, we have a look at their body, uh, at their book. We say, right, you've got a million rand outstanding. We then analyze that, um, that debtor's book in accordance with our actuarial model. It looks at nine different aspects. Um, I don't want to go into too much detail about our actuarial model. Um, but in general, it, it's all about time value of money um, and what it costs to collect this debt. And we project backwards from when we think we will collect it backwards to where we are. And we then deduct interest and legal costs at a party and party scale from that. Um, that then gives us an amount that we can give the body corporate in lieu of that debtor. And we will then pursue that debtor at our cost and at our risk. Um, and we will recover. That's what you have. That, that, would be, that would have been my next question. Does the body corporate have to provide any guarantee? So once you've purchased the debt, in other words, settle the area levies, it is Stratafin's responsibility to collect it from the data, and the body corporate will not be held liable for that. Correct, correct. So that is our product. So, so, and there's also no monthly repayment by the paying owners, so there's no burden being placed on the paying owners in respect of interest that needs to be paid. Um, if it takes us longer to collect this debt, then that's that's our problem. I mean, if we say we estimate it will take us 18 months to start from issuing a summons up to mm. sale and execution of an immovable property, and because of COVID, mm. um, this process has now taken longer. It now takes us 24 months or 30 months um, because the courts are not available, uh, the master's office is not available and so forth, then the body corporate does not get penalized for that. That eats into our margin that we have worked into that amount um, and that is our problem. So that is, that is your first product is, is settling or buying the real levies from body corporate so that they can have the cash flow to function further. Um, you also talked about um, body corporates that should not uh, go into a loan agreement for normal monthly expenditure, rather for a special project. Um, would you like to elaborate on that? So we do have a project loan um, that is available as well. That project loan is not connected to the outstanding levies of the body corporate at mm. all. So it, it's not it's not a situation where you borrow money and the money will only pay it once the levies is collected out of that collection process and in the interim the body corporate pays the monthly interest on that loan. Okay. So this is a term loan. It's a specific term loan for a period. The body corporate says we want to borrow 100,000 Rand or 300,000 Rand. We analyze the risk like a normal commercial transaction. We say we will charge you X percent interest over a period of 36 months. This is your installment and the body corporate then pays that over that installment. We also make um, or we state that we will do so under the Credit Act, although transactions 
from a body corporate to a, a lender um, over 250,000 rand does not fall under the Credit Act. We say we will place ourselves under the Credit Act. We will not go and lend money to a body corporate um, where they can't pay us. And we will go and analyze their financial situation and we will say, well, you can't afford this. We're not going to put you in a situation where you have to pay 15,000 rand a month, but your own, your clean income is only five a month um, of yeah, the expenses. Yeah. Because that will again put the body corporate in a situation where they're not yeah. going to get yeah. out of this trap and that they're stuck in there and that will cause harm to all the other paying owners. Okay, so, so what is the criteria you're looking at before offering such a loan? So we will go and have a look at the financial statements of the body corporate. So we will okay. make sure that there's sufficient payment by the owners. If there's more than a 20% non-payment by owners, we will first look at a debt purchase where we will say we will purchase what is outstanding and then let us then see what that gives you and then we will go and work out what the body corporate can afford on a loan from their financials and then introduce that um, over a period that is sustainable and that can be paid over that period. So that's it's, it's basically a financial analysis to go and see if they can afford it. Absolutely excellent. Are there any other products that Stratafin offers? Um, so, so those are those are our two two main products. Currently, we do we do some consulting work as well. Um, so we assist body corporates that have problems with uh, municipalities. Um, we do that through our company. It's a sister company of ours called Confiance, um, and we've got some very experienced minds in that business that have worked in the municipalities and the legal departments of municipalities. Um, they've got over 50 years' experience. Oh, that's great to hear. In all areas, all over South Africa, or so. So, so we we we're working all over South Africa, um, but we mainly focus in Gauteng. So we mainly focus jo Johannesburg, uh, Pretoria, um, the the East Rand, Ekruleni, and so forth. But we work all over. I mean, we've we've resolved issues in Durban, we've resolved issues in Cape Town, and so forth yeah. as well. Um, but because the, 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 the staff are situated here, uh, it's much easier for us because in, in, invariably it requires people to actually go and sit in front of an office. Yes, yes. That's the main problem. To, mm. make, sure, to make sure that the work is done. Yeah. So, so where you can work by email, then it's still fine. But in general, one needs to sit in front of an office. Thank you so much. Um, I am very sure that our listeners got great value from this. Lastly, where can they get hold of you or Stratafin if they need assistance and would like to hear more about the products and services you offer? Thank you. Um, they can send an email to info at stratafin.co.za or they can contact the office on 011 011-051-855 or info at stratafin.co.za and we will then get in touch with them. That is S-T-R-A-T-A-F-I-N. Correct. Stratafin. Info at stratafin.co.za. Great. Millie, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and sharing your 
knowledge and information with us. And uh, have a good day. We will talk again soon. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks for the opportunity. This was Fitzsounds Property Exchange, hosted by Pearl Skeltimer. Not only do we keep you informed on the very latest in the property industry, we also empower by expanding your knowledge base. Make sure to visit www.fitzarn.co.za to find out more about sectional title scheme management, letting, sales and trustee training. Remember to subscribe to our channel and follow us on all our social platforms.